0: Happy New Year and good afternoon, good morning, or good evening to anybody listening. We will be having a giveaway for the book Real Menly. So please stay tuned to listen for a secret message that we'll be saying at least four times in this podcast. Hope you all have a great day. Hey guys, I'm Kalechi. Hi, I'm Amanda. Hi, I'm Rachel. And hi, I'm Caitlin. And we are The Book Babes. (laughs) (laughs) And we're very disorganized and dysfunctional, so just bear with us,
1: please. If you could see how long we've been talking nonsense already.
0: (laughs) But don't worry, it's entertaining nonsense, so hopefully you're engaged.
1: Kindly, please. Okay, guys, so if you don't already know The Book Babes, we are a recently formed book club that reads marginalized, well, reads books by marginalized voices each month. And this month we read The weight of, of Our life. Life. by
0: Hannah wow, okay. <laughs> That was great. Let's continue. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Someone hit us with a blurb. So the blurb is, a music-loving teen with OCD does everything she can to find her way back to her mother during the historic race riots in 1969, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, in this heart-pounding literary debut. Oh, okay,
1: that's (laughs) Yeah, it's not that long. (laughs) Alright, first impressions. How are we feeling? I love the
2: cover. (laughs) So beautiful. And I like that we got a hard cover book this month.
0: The book was disagreed. Okay, the book. Well, I didn't was... get the hardcover. Okay.
2: <laughs> um,
0: I just. You want first impression, a girl. Something. First impression. Yeah, man, the book was okay. I just wanted. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try it again. Let's do that again. <laughs> Guys, embarrass me. Okay. Oh, what <laughs> do <that? Talk> to us. <laughs> don't talk to us? Okay,
1: pause 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 for all of our listeners who can't see the zoom call right now Kalechi has convinced herself that she's a big time <laughs> influencer so she has an, a tripod and her phone and she's just talking she's to her everything set up
2: on this, call call while we're on this call. <laughs> yeah guys so oh, do um... you have a ring
0: light up and everything is it the whole shebang <laughs> i
2: have a lamp oh! <laughs>
1: Why does that look like a camping flashlight though?
2: <laughs> okay, it does. So if you, to your fans on, on your new channel to your whatever, and to your fans on this podcast, tell us your first impression.
0: So, um, my first impression of the book was that um, it would be very interesting, you know, Malaysia, Asia, new country, new continent, you know, exploring different things. So I thought it would
1: be really nice and interesting. Yeah. Okay. I I felt the same too. Like I'd never read a book set in Asia, so I was sort of excited for that. And I was googling it somewhere, and this book was actually the first like Malaysian young adult book to be published internationally. So hats <laughs> off, Anna! Also. So cool. yeah. But it's a recent book. It I was up twenty
0: twenty nineteen, I think. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, 25? February fifth, twenty nineteen. It was published by oh, Salamid. Wow. So that's actually really, really close. I mean, twenty twenty is not a year, so it was just last year.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Just cut and you. all
0: yeah.
2: right. So,
1: can someone please say who Saf is in the book before we ask the next
2: question? So, Saf is. Uh, Melati, the main character's best friend. And she... She's a nice friend. And yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I thought was going to happen next,
1: but she was great so far. But we... They, okay, so basically, these two girls, chilling, chilling, <laughs> go to the cinema to watch this movie with some hot guy in it or whatever. <laughs> hot is subjective oh, in course. this case. And... <laughs> And so, basically, they're watching the movie um, for the mm-hmm. second time when suddenly these people with some machetes and swords or whatever come barging into the cinema. Uh, this is 1969, by the way. I don't know if they have swords. That's a long time remember now.
0: remember that um, Malati had actually left the cinema and saw everybody, nobody mm-hmm. on the road and went back in to go get her friend mm-hmm. because she realized that something, something was wrong. Was wrong. Yeah. She did not want to leave, so.
1: But Saf was just stubborn. She wanted to see quote-unquote hot guy. Um, So they stayed. And yeah, someone take from there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: People who who trapped them inside a theater were separating them into like racial groups. Malay or Chinese, which are types of uh, religions or cultures that are in Malaysia.
1: I, I do religion. I'm
2: horrible with races. Races. I'm horrible with like naming. <laughs> stuff. So races that are <laughs> in Malaysia, and uh, so mm-hmm. Saf got separated from Malati. The oh, oh God. fortunately, <laughs> fortunately Even she is so family family. defended uh, Malati and told them that she was actually a Chinese descendant when. She wasn't really, but she never looked as Malay as the others. So she helped her rescue Malati, but sadly Saf got left behind. So our next, our question is...
1: Should Mel have left Saf, and did she really have a choice? Let's start with Caitlin. Okay,
0: so I don't that she had a choice, but in personally in my I would rather... Have, I don't actually know what I would have done considering I've never been in the circumstances but my brain is saying that I would have stayed and died with my friend especially since they're like my only friend or my best friend mm. um, but I also realize that the more needing to save people's side of me the, 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 the gracious and the side of me is going to want to go with Auntie b who by mm. the way is a queen Love her lover. Her. Um is gonna go on to go there just to see what I can do to get back to my mom since she's the only one living now, you know? And um trying to make everything right and see what I can do to help others, considering mm-hmm. I couldn't help my best friend. But I don't think she had a Listen, um uh, why she is not saying... here any of you?
1: Oh, trash. Okay. What I'm thinking, though, is it depends on how close I am with this friend that I'm going to live or die with. right? What's it? Ride or die with. Like, this, maybe... I don't think I have such close friends where I'm like, yeah,
2: I'll take a machete for me and <laughs> die. <my guy." What? laughs> uh... let's, let's just state we know that Amanda will leave us in this situation. Hold we on. know she
0: <laughs> I I like. I just feel like... <laughs> was, she didn't have a choice. It was it wasn't even like she could stay, because I feel like Auntie B would have dragged her back, like, what are you doing? Like, you're able to stay right here, you know? So I just feel like at that point, she just had to accept that this is what's going to happen, and move on. Even though, I'm I'm saying this very casually, um, but it's something really hard to take in. But um, at that point, I don't think she could do anything about what was happening.
2: I agree with that, like, should she have left her? If this was a, if this was the best situation that you could have, and you could have done something, then no, you shouldn't. But she, she's just a child. She, she's scared too. She did nothing that she could have really done. When I was reading this situation, I was just wishing this was a, was, was a, what's it called, a superpower book, and she was, she just discovered she had the superpower, <laughs> and she said, save Sapphire. But no, that was such a sad part.
1: Well, you know. I don't even want to think about it. It just disturbs my soul, sort of. Um, So, speaking of aunties, aunties, in my opinion, are the same worldwide. African aunties, Asian aunties, Caribbean aunties—they're all just. That's (laughs) crazy.
0: They're super caring. They they love to feed you food. Yes. They love to to talk about how you gain weight. And or if you've loved if oh god. It. exactly, and if you're at that age of getting married, them asking you when you go get married, when you're having children, and this even is not your mom, young. this is your auntie. <laughs> yeah, even if you're young, they're like, "Do you have a boyfriend yet?" Oh my god! And then, or 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 if they're inclusive, they're like, "Do you have a girlfriend yet?" And then, or if you don't have a boyfriend, they're like, <laughs> "So do you have a girlfriend?"
1: <laughs> and they're like, and they're yeah. like, and they are like, and they say, "Hush,
0: hush." Like, huh? do you? <laughs> I think but like Auntie favorite... B was super caring and she was a bit intrusive but then it was intrusive to um Melati's yeah. own benefit because she took her in as a, her own daughter even mm-hmm. though she had like two sons already mm-hmm. and even though she was a, from a different race or um ethnic group from her like she was still really loving to her and i think Auntie B was like the the kind of cornerstone in the book like a support system for Melati and she made for me, she made like the, the the graphic images and the 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 death and blood mm-hmm. a bit more manageable because she was super loving and caring. Agreed.
2: Such a nice description. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what I was going to say, but that, that just brings it up.
1: Into... <laughs> so the three of you all have on TV your yeah. so favorite character. Okay. I don't know
0: if she's my favorite, but okay. she's up there. I don't know if I have a favorite.
1: For me, it has to be Uncle Chong because I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, but we stand real uncle men. Chang? Uncle Chong. Uncle, Chong, mm, uncle yeah. Chong was nice. Nice Uncle Man.
2: And I do he was.
1: He was like sort of. I wouldn't use the word calm. I'd use it more as like awkward. I don't know if my head I'm picturing him what? as this gangly man with glasses that sort of doesn't know what's going on but enjoys the thing that do. his wife is cooking. As a
2: stronghold, so, as so as a that like, he was calm and he calmed down his his um angsty son Frankie. Frankie needs to calm himself, but he was just like a stable person that even though Anti B was it sta- was like the person to help mel he was a person that she could lean on so that they could you know create a good environment for mel. yeah i think
0: well i was saying that i think vincent for me uh well is it vincent or is it just vince? i think it's vincent because vincent. It's, yeah
2: so vincent. vince
0: for me is just embodies like the the this like the two parts to you because you're like do I help my friend or do I go to my family? And you're like, I just met this person, but my family also needs help But I also know that my family is safe, but this girl is not. And that yeah. for me just creates a, con- a conflict you know, that is so advertising. Contrary to, that, contrary to that, I feel like Vince really, he was, to me, I don't know, probably the way I read the book, but like, I just feel like it was, it wasn't even like a no brainer. Like, of course I'm going to go with my family. I didn't, I didn't feel like, oh, he really loved. Melancy in that way there was some man uh, when they were singing and whatever, but like the love and the <laughs> you know, I didn't really feel it that way. But Vince Vince alright, but like I don't feel like he was a real man, but we stand real
2: men.
0: One hundred percent they got together in the future. One hundred percent. But
1: like I hate that. I hate that so, so much. Okay, here was my problem with Vince or Vincent. I'm going to call <laughs> him Vince, Vincey boy. My, pro- my problem with him is that at the beginning, not at the beginning, but sort of at the beginning, it was almost as if he was, quote, unquote, curing her, her OCD. Like, he'd hold her hand and everything is okay. And I don't know if it's just me being so independent, but I do not want someone in my life curing all my problems, even though maybe yeah. they should be. But I don't know. I didn't like Vince. <laughs> <laughs> and on that
2: same note, how do we feel about romanticizing mm-hmm. mental illnesses? if definitely portrayed it better than they normally do. As you just stated, most of them that I've read, they always seem to be like, "Oh, this girl has a this girl or boy has such a cute quirk, OCD, illness. Let's go help them or whatever." But this was just like this actually showed us like the truth and like the the bad side of it that we don't usually get to see. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I
0: also think that it was romanticized a lot because. Um, I feel like she was still able to bring up the point that this is a real problem. OCD is really intrusive and it can change your whole life. But then yeah. the part where um Vince was trying to come in and comfort her made the whole entire problem a bit more well, for me, it made it more like digestible because after she finished talking about how she saw her mother die and everything and blah blah blah. And then Vince coming in and they're singing and holding hands. It made it a bit more like uh like comforting in a way, even though she was still talking about the whole problem of O C D. Let
2: me just What's say it. I love that cute that cute scene where he was so like Mel, a uh, comforting thing that helps her like t- Called Calm Down with all the like good mental images and helps her OCD to just stay where she wants it to stay, in a way. Music helps her to calm down. So, one time when she was freaking out, Vincent hummed or I think it was humming or sang a song to her like very softly. And I thought it was so cute. He was just like holding her hand and he was like, I understand you're freaking out, so I'm gonna try to do this for you. I was like, hey.
1: Am I a bad person for hating? Listen, Amanda, ours. we already know your problem.
2: So, please. We suffering. We're, we're sorry <laughs> that there was cute stuff in there, but
1: we want Okay, but quick plug here. Kaylin, do the plug.
0: <laughs> sorry? You, com- you just lost me a while ago. What? Oh, guys, right. Guys. Quick plug. We do have an Instagram account where you can find a lot of information on the books we are going to be reading throughout the months that we are doing this. So, we already have our first book up, which was read in November. Um, no, we don't. No, yeah, we don't. <laughs> okay, okay. We're gonna do that again. Okay, stop. We're gonna Okay,
1: okay oh, a nice.
0: okay, so quick talk. We do have an Instagram account where we are gonna be talking about anything in the books that we are going to be reading and the definition of what. We stand for, so we're going to do an introduction. We have introductions, um, what we mean by what we're doing, so like what we mean by marginalized authors. We have talks on trigger warnings and OCD and other mental illnesses should be coming off as well. And we have suggestions in our highlights as well. So it's just, and you can ask us any questions you want. We will be posting um, stories where we will be trying to communicate with you, where you can communicate back so we get your feedback and that we can make ourselves better.
1: Should, so, should have it Oh, never mind. Woo! So, Rachel, Lord,
2: so find us at on at <laughs> How did
1: we feel about oh, the ending?
2: Cut short. I never I mean, felt fulfilled. I never felt satisfied. Mm-hmm. all those words that mean that.
0: It was a happy ending. I was. I was. I wasn't surprised or anything. It was just happy. I'm happy that the ending was happy because that made me happy. So- <laughs> I agree with there that. There was a lot of happiness in that sentence. No. I didn't like that it
2: was happy.
0: It was decent.
1: No, what? It's just like they, they. Um, I'm picturing, you know, when you iron a piece of clothing and yeah. then you fold it up in real nice. Yes. That's how I'm picturing the ending. And I didn't want that. I wanted that yes. ending to be just thrown in
0: the garbage, crumpled, exactly. Maybe get a bleach. Okay, so, so, hold on, I'm sorry. People, because for the listeners, Amanda has a problem with needing people to be hurt. She she with wants she anything. She wants <laughs> torture and pain. I'm just putting Ooh. that out there because obviously you um, can tell but, <laughs> anyways Not it wrong. makes the book more interesting I do like though, that um, I think Hannah's whole point of ra- raising awareness about OCD was successfully um, done yeah. um, and oh, at the end of the book she, she shows that you can actually deal with it and learn to be an overcomer and really you know manage this whole disease well so yeah Dang, I just we wanted... talk about oh, disorder. Sorry. I
2: was oh. Saying, oh, okay.
0: Go on, Rachel.
2: I just wanted more from the ending, you know. Just all they did was stand in the hospital and laugh at each other. I mean, yeah, great that they're alive and all, but. I'm so mad.
1: <laughs> but what I was also surprised by was Frank. I was just about to at the about end. You we know, started, like a real man. We saw so a real so man.
0: At least a human. But, you know, I don't, we didn't talk about this in the podcast at all yet.
2: <laughs>
0: Sorry. We didn't talk about this in the podcast at <laughs> all yet. Um, is when Saf's dad just threw Malati, like, under the bus, like, absolutely broke her down. And I just, I don't rate that at all. Like, I can't. <laughs> We scan real men, and that was not a real man. It,
1: mm-hmm, it was disgusting, exactly. man. And worse, it's a child. You as a big, big man, and you're gonna and I break, think it was, like, build down, build, not, build, not break, right? break down a child
2: well? like that. Yeah. Like, come on. So, for context, yeah, um, like her um, her. Saf's mm-hmm. dad learned that Mel left his daughter there, and he started to blame her for her death. And it was just this man. I mean, yeah, no, you're sad, but she's just a child too. What could she have done? Grief. I don't know I mean what you people blame hard. her. Yeah, keep. He blame.
0: like, blamed her. Like, literally said, you know, you could have stayed or done this. It should have been. I think he, did he say it should have been you? I think, I think it he was, was yeah. something along those lines.
2: You know, what, kind
0: yeah. of- go on, go on. Oh, I kind of like that Hannah put put that character in the book because it really shows you different personalities and how mm-hmm. well Saf's father was. He was already described as being really strict, mm-hmm. um, but it really shows you how like um, the envi like your environment can change you, and it shows you that no matter how how you you believe that someone sh- should be responsible or should be more caring. Like persons will be who they are at the end of the day. And unfortunately, Saf's father was like, you know, you like, she, he was blaming Malati for the death of his daughter, which we know wasn't the case. But Malati, I feel like that, that struggle for Malati helped her eventually with the whole struggle with OCD and all that surmounted to her overcoming everything. So these different struggles that Malati experienced kind of showed us that. She went through a lot. Did she overcome One. OCD? I don't remember her. No, I think but she, it was that... Sh- Sorry, I was saying I think it was that... It kind of went down a bit, but I don't think it was over- overcome or it was l- less talked about.
2: I think she grew to accept it. She, she definitely, It definitely grew... It definitely became a smaller um, problem for her. Not, like, extremely like she doesn't it doesn't uh what's um, called it doesn't we also forgot how to talk mm-hmm.
0: about the mm-hmm. As we mm-hmm. yeah. about, we it so it learned we
2: learn to live with it more
0: i don't think it yeah. left i don't think it left her
2: she just oh, never
0: left okay. she just learned
1: how to deal with it and live with it and accept the jin for what it was and to
0: i was saying that the jin is basically like a Demon or a ghost, so like in Jamaican culture, we call it would be called a duppy, and the gene is based on a duppy. And um, the, what Milati is thinking, or what her family and the society is thinking, because they didn't really do a of mental health tests at that point in time, um, is that this thing has infested her and made her do all of these or think all of these obscure thoughts about her mom dying mm. or making her count in threes. And, all of that and later on in the story I believe Malachi realizes that it's not a djinn it's not some demon infecting her it's her and she needs to um, embrace that so that she can understand it better because if she's counting it out as not as a separate being inside her then she would it's a lot less likely that she'll be able to accept this as well as she would accept herself oh yeah
1: and just to just to add on to that i totally agree but i think it was also very Mm -hmm. important to portray it as a jinn at least before she really knew what it was because not only the cultural context because we can't we can't just disregard these people's Mm -hmm. beliefs that it is a jinn controlling them that it is a jinn causing this mental illness but we do need to um as the character in the book Malati realizes eventually, is that it's more than just this spiritual thing, as Caitlin's saying. It's it's her, it's in her, and it's a problem that needs to be solved yeah. with her. So I thought that was also really great. All in all, I love Hannah, man. I love her. As much as, I'm not going to say my rating yet, but I think she did a really good job of yeah. Yeah.
0: portraying the characters really and
2: portraying the mental illness. It mentally. really was creative that she portrayed OCD as a gin. It was just different. Yeah.
0: She portrayed it really well, took, and, like, she really went out of the box with it and I think instead of romanticizing it as a lot of other writers do, she really went in depth and mm-hmm. showed its flaws and showed where it's hard and showed that not everything is as easy as it, as it seems in other books and it's not something that you can be like I'm going to be fixing this up today or I need to turn off the light three times, it's a it's a mm-hmm. illness. It's something that you need to take upon yourself as a person experiencing this illness to overcome, or else it's probably going to end up with you doing a lot worse and becoming worse and worse um, me, with your OCD.
2: Let me just say, um, like when you start, um, when you start reading it, like from the beginning, you're already immersed into how OCD affects her. Like you already get the she t- you already get the normal behavior for slapping all the time, and then you just get the immediate image of death from.
0: She people. literally throws you in the deep end, which I love. Yeah, there is she a at the start. It, it wasn't that deep. Personally, I don't feel like it was that deep. Um, um, I think she could. I feel like okay, it was a really good book. Hannah, she did a really good job, but I feel like it could have been, It could have been a bit more you know, it it just needed I don't know, it. when I was reading it it took me forever to read it because I think it was draggy, at some point it was kind of draggy, we understand that she traps. we understand that she goes yeah. through all this stuff but it was kind of draggy and repetitive but I felt like it needed this one thing to happen probably the ending, like what Amanda was saying that something like totally against what we thought would happen probably that would have made it more but it needed a a little something I agree it was
2: it was nice but just wanted more I
0: think I think with books dealing on sorry right. with books dealing on mental illnesses there needs to be some closure for people especially people who experience this illness if they read this book they're if they're younger especially because this is this is not exactly I mean it's not not an adult book but I don't think it's for it's not targeted words i think it's like a um a young adult novel so Mm -hmm. i i really do think that in these types of books you need closure and that closure would be that she's made peace with herself so i'm not saying i would love to have some sort of throw you off a cliff ending literally maybe if you need to or throw you under the bus ending but for things like this it's it's crucial that you have the portrayal of somebody being able to overcome do you their think illness that there should be a part two one quick question uh, do you think there yeah, should be on. a part
2: two not really i maybe I, there's I, like a little scene that t- like showed me more happiness from like them being finding each other but other than that it was a good standalone what are your
0: ratings Ah, uh,
2: come to me last
0: okay kalichi I I will rate this book out of five stars. I'll give it three and a half. Yeah. Um, All right. Caitlin? I really liked it. And it was a really good read. I think I'm going to go with a
2: 4.3.
0: Wow. Whoa. <laughs> okay.
2: Yay. I give it a four star. Um, and Rachel, what's your but- rating? Was it? I just wanted
1: more. I gave it a rating of three. All right. So our average rating is three point seven six. Three point seven. Go Hannah.